0: to the Let's one-on-one show right here on Fresh Nation. Fresh Nation Radio, we are on every Saturday morning right here at 10 o'clock to noon. Well, we might cut it down a little bit and make it mid an hour or whatever, but if you're enjoying it, we'll stay a little longer. But today's a special show because yesterday, on yesterday, uh, we had Martin Luther King Day. MLK, MLK, if you don't know who MLK is, well, then you have not been alive that long. If you don't know who M.O.K. is, you need to know. Very important, very important day. We celebrated this gentleman. We're going to talk about him today. We're going to talk about some other things that are going on. Sports are big. A lot of playoffs in the football game going on. We're having a lot of things happening around New York and around the country. There's a lot of things going on that we're going to talk about. So we're going to do it all tonight. We have a special guest coming on as well. We'll introduce him when he gets here. But right now, I just want to say welcome to the show, another show. I mean, we've done about at least, you know, it's a new show, and we've got about 20, 26 shows in the can. And we just want to thank each and every one of you for listening to us. And please tell a friend, tell somebody that the One On One show is someplace you need to be. And with further ado, I'd like to introduce, once again, my co-host, and we'll start with the young lady, you. Jessica Swelo, Patricia Pope. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Family, fresh nation, family. Listen, we are
0: moving. Come a little closer to the mic. Come a little closer. Somebody's typing or something.
1: No, I hear the music.
0: Okay. Let's let's get this right. You hear music playing. you. I don't hear anything. But continue on with what you were saying, though. While I try to work with you. Fresh
1: on. nation. I can here. Up here.
0: I'm good. (laughs) I am good. You know, there is something going on here. I think I think the I think the devil's kind of busy tonight. I think the I think the devil's kind of busy. Do y'all hear some music in the background? Somebody got a mongoose
2: in the studio. Something like
0: a mongoose. Yeah, I hear something going on. Do y'all hear that? Yeah, I
3: hear it. it. Sounds like typing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it stopped. Yeah. It's oh, gone now. It's gone. Is that is that the ghost of MLK? <laughs> it might be. Hey, he might want us to get it right, y'all. We still haven't gotten it right. We still have not gotten it right. I think he's a little upset, man. Tattle what's going on, my brother? How you feeling, man?
2: Oh man, I'm, I'm so glad you finally mentioned me. I feel so you know, I'm feeling bad, but I'm doing good. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I got a lot of things going on, with my health, but you know, I keep pushing because I'm a warrior. You can't stop me that easy. Can't stop me that easy. Yeah. So I got I got up this morning, took me up. took the three S's, you know, had that nice hot shower, felt good, put that shave on my face. Woo! Make me look 50 <laughs> years younger. Look at that. Ah, <laughs> look at that, y'all. Don't get you now. Yeah, but that shea shea butter.
4: butter.
2: Yeah, but that, that shea African butter, butter my... Yeah, African shea butter. Shea butter only come from one place now. If somebody tell you they got some shea butter from Brazil? They tell you a lie. <laughs> shea butter <laughs> one place, Africa. Put that shea uh-huh. butter on this peanut head. Bang! Look at me.
0: Woo! <laughs> well, good, clean, clean is the ball health, <laughs> man. Once again, man. Good to Woo. see you, man. Good to see you, Miss Stay here, stay here. And then, uh, you know, uh. We got the wizard in the house ray caviano a little under the weather man he wasn't here with us last week we missed you last week ray how's it going man what's going on I'm with here. you man I'm
3: here. did we get miss pope to say hello to the world
0: Ms. oh miss pope yeah she did say hello but we're, see, we're going to come back to her too yeah oh, okay. we had, okay. we had the typing going on but let's let's find out what's going on with you right now
3: right well like i said been battling a cold i think it's coming on day 10 just when you think it's oh i'm better i'm better no, I'm not better. I got up this morning, I was my nose was backed up like the Holland tunnel at rush hour. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: wow. Wow. You know, and,
3: that's a, and that's a serious backup, as you can well imagine. To so you
0: know? the Holland tunnel at rush hour. <laughs>
3: and, and, you know, and you got going jokes, in the wrong huh? direction. Yeah. But anyway, uh in fact, it, I, you know, you know, the first thing you think when you get the you know, the sore throat and the malaise and the fatigue, and, and it started with my throat. And the first thing you think is, is it COVID, you know? Mm, that's um,
0: right. In this day and age.
3: And I, we had a COVID test here at home. So uh, my friend Omar uh, tested me, and it was negative. Um, and he took me to the hospital. And you know what? He brought me to the hospital at Friday night, midnight, uh, to, you know, the you know where I go here on Long Island, and mm-hmm. uh, to the emergency room. I think I overreacted. I went into the emergency room the place looked like oh my god like social services at high noon Uh, people sleeping and colds and coughing you know whatever you know what i did i turned around and i left and i I said i'm not doing it i'm not no i'll figure it out and whatever so i came home and weathered the storm it got worse obviously and then when i went to my local Clinic on the Monday, you know, where, where I go, uh, they tested me likewise, and I was negative. So it's it's just a bad cold, and uh, COVID is not coming on as strong. They thought it would be a big wave uh, with the uh, with the winter onset, and I was just reading an article today in the New York Times that COVID, the, the new variant, which is particularly affecting the Northeast of all places. Uh, mm-hmm. Has not come on like gangbusters. Even though, let me just say this: COVID is not going away. You know, we're going to be living in the age of COVID for a while now. I wear a mask everywhere I go now. I'm, I'm just I'm just telling you. Uh, even though you know anything's possible, I must wash right. my hands ten times a day. So I'm back feeling it's like eighty percent gone. But uh, you know, in terms of feeling better, but it still reminds you. That you have a cold and you're still not feeling good. So I'm right. back right. and visit will be able to push buttons like he normally does on every broadcast that we do.
0: All right. Well, it was good to have you back, man. It's good to have you back. Appreciate you coming out feeling, you know, not not hundred percent, but you're here. Same thing with Tattletale. You're here because we love to do this, we love to entertain the people.
5: And we we'll talk about
0: the it again again. There goes the typing again. What's going yeah. on with the typing? It's What's a mongoose. It's a mongoose. We got somebody, somebody got running, around the running around the studio. Somebody <laughs> running around the studio. We got
2: a mongoose in the studio.
0: That's right, Miss <laughs> Pope. Miss Pope, we didn't hear you the first time because the mongoose was at play So go ahead and reintroduce yourself again.
1: Oh, hello, family. I'm Consuela Patricia Pope. I am the feminine energy of the group, as you can see. And I'm just saying that we're moving on up like the Jeffersons. I mean, we're just going to higher heights and better, betters. Fresh uh, Nation Radio is all that and then some. And I'm so happy to be here with y'all today. And so happy to see my boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there is something, there's a, a menace at work here. I don't understand what it is. It's a little.
3: It's probably somebody who's connected to senior, the senior, senior, I should say. And they're, by, they're connected to us in some way shape or form you know yeah
0: because yeah. you can hear it i can't we can't do this like this yo. i'm sorry yeah we can't, yeah, I hear too. We, we can't do this
1: man it's let me so see this that... dancing <laughs> they're tap dancing
0: this this is this is retarded man for real this is absolutely retarded
2: what is what that, is that?
0: Look, if, if I cut this off, I'm just gonna refresh it and see if we just come right back. Hold on a moment. Cause we're not gonna do this like this. And I'm sorry about this, but this is this is getting worse. Is somebody keyboard leaning on a keyboard or
1: something? I'm on my leaning on the keyboard.
0: Yeah, somebody's leaning on the keyboard. Crazy here, man. I don't hear I don't see anything on my end. Nothing moving, nothing playing. Now it's stopped. It's gone. And then it's back. And then it's back. Oh, sabotage. Let's reload. Everybody anyway, stand by. If if it cuts off, we'll try it one more time. If we can't do it tonight, we won't do it. Simple as that.
4: I don't hear it no
2: more. Y'all hear it?
3: Yeah. Oh, there it is again. When anybody not, talks, I have a feeling talk. this is
1: all
3: there's some bug here. This stream yard is a good site, but there are some uh, technical logistical problems with it.
0: It works for other people. I don't understand what's going on. It's got to be something on this end. I control this and I'm trying to figure out what it is. I can hear somebody talk. Yo.
2: Let's do about process of elimination. About mute, mute now mics. All mine first. A, go ahead.
0: Oh, yeah. Don't hear it no more. Unmute yourself, good swallow. I still hear it.
3: There it is. Mute yourself.
0: Mute yourself, Casuelo, again. Can you mute yourself? Now it's gone. tattletale unmute yourself.
2: I, I did. I, I muted myself before. I'm, I'm clear now. I'm, I'm unmuted.
0: And Ray, you are muted.
3: You're no, not I, muted, I, right, Ray? No, I can mute.
0: Cosuelo, I think it's you. Unmute yourself again. Yep. Yep. (laughs) There goes the typing. Yo,
2: you got a mongoose in your house. The steam went away, though. (laughs) You got a mongoose in your
1: house. Let me try to go. Let me
0: leave and come come back. back. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm just going to, you know what I'll do? I'll just, um, we're going to keep going, and I'll just splice it and take it from there. This guy's going to come on in a minute. But just come out and come back in. Okay. Yeah, that was her.
2: Got a mongoose. She got that a mongoose. The sis got a mongoose.
0: Okay, hold on. Hold on. We're going we're gonna to start right now. Hold on. We're going to go back to the top so I can cut it right here. All
6: right. All right.
0: Everybody greetings. Welcome to the Let's Your one-on-one show right here on Fresh Nation Radio. W-J-O-N. We're here. We're here on another, another, another show. It's going to be an exciting show tonight. We have a special guest coming in a little later on. And once again, I'd like to introduce everyone to my co-host, Ms. Consuelo, Patricia Pope. What's going on, Patricia?
1: Hello, people of positive energy. Hello, family. Hello, Fresh Nation in house. I'm so excited to be here with you on today. And I just want to remind people that Fresh Nation Radio is filled with love and positivity. And we got some shenanigans in between. That's
0: right. That's right. I'm
1: here for all of it. How are you doing, Tattletale?
2: Ah, oh, Tattletail feeling good. Like I said, I got up this morning. I did the three S's. And I concluded that with a nice hot shower. Nice shave. Put that shave butter on. Look at me. Look at me. I'm glowing. i should going get some shave butter, baby. Look at that. Make an old, make an old man like me look good. <laughs> look, I put my hat back on right now. I'm, on, I'm, on, television. The I'm the on television. You there find you go. There you go. You find it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm putting well, on my wheel. these bad kids.
0: Good to see you, brother. Good to see you in the Stay house, here, man. My brother. No doubt. No doubt. And as always, you know, we uh, we missed... uh. The Wizard last week, he was out, he was sick, he's still a little under the weather, but he's here tonight, he's hanging in there like a trooper. Mr. Ray Caviano, The Wizard. What's going on, Ray?
3: Yes, RFC, The Wizard is in the house and feeling better, not 100%, maybe 82.5 and coming down the down stretch. I hope this is not going to be one of those enduring winter colds that never go away. I'm yeah, kind of yeah. That's your style, if you know what I'm saying. And a lot of people I know are sick, you know. Yeah. I'm sure everybody can say that they know someone that has a cold, RSV, and COVID, like I've been articulating, has not gone away. So don't sleep on the COVID situation. If everybody thinks, I think COVID is going to be a fact of life. But it's good to be here at the show. I know we have a very special guest tonight dealing with the, the festivities of uh, uh, Martin Luther King and his uh, holiday. So uh, I'm sure it's going to be a good show. For, always for is,
0: always is always is i just want to remind everyone that we come on saturday mornings on fresh nation radio from 10 a.m to when we're done sometimes we go two hours sometimes we go hour and a half depends on the flow and the vibe of the show but you know we always go over time i say oh we're, we're just, you know, we'll know, just do an hour we'll just do an hour we'll be here for two hours <laughs> we'll be here to two and a half hours you know it's it's just so much fun being here and entertaining people and giving information and just sitting here with my with my team right here, man, I'm so grateful for y'all. You're all talented in your own rights and I appreciate each and every one of you. You know, and I'm glad to see you here, Ray, and I know Tattletail, you got your health challenges, man, but you you keep trooping, you keep, you keep coming back and you're not letting it knock you down, you know? And I appreciate that and I admire that, man, because it shows me that, you know, uh, never give up. Never give up, man. Never say, you know, I'm ready to lay down. You never do that, you know? And, and speaking on that, you know, we had a big holiday. We had a big holiday. And um, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., formerly Michael Martin, as we found out. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> at the end of the day, MLK is the real and big deal to me. So we're going to talk a little bit about MLK. I want to go around the board, and I want to see what your thoughts are. And we're going to always start with the young lady in the house. Yeah, Patricia, bring us to
1: speak. <laughs> Let you know something I am here for any holiday that reminds people of progress that was made we still have things to do but I'm glad that the, the progress is um, the movement continues and the memories are uh, still there he would have been I think 92 years old or something today, the other part about that is that we have to remind people they hear one speech and they hear one interpretation in regards to how this man thinks. But I think as he continued to walk the walk, he realized that it might have to be a little more aggressive. And I would implore everyone to continue to hear the speech that I have read, but also listen to the other speeches as well, so that you could educate yourself in regards to where he was going and
2: might give a clue as to where we need to go.
0: I got you. I got your tale. What's your take?
2: Oh man, so so many thoughts, so many emotions. Uh, the one thing I can say this is a very brave and courageous young man because he was a young fella when he when uh, when he started on that journey. He was very young. Uh, I think when you when he was cut down, he's like maybe 38, 39 years old. Still young. Uh, very courageous. Very brave. Uh, from from his, uh, from his preaching in the church, then to the Montgomery boycott, and to the Martin Luther King that we know today. Um, some people say a lot of negative things about him, but you got to remember, he was human. And one thing I preach about, about this man, he never called himself a leader. He called himself a drum major for justice. He mm-hmm. never called himself the leader of black America. He never called himself the leader of the colored folk, all right? He was just a he was a voice, and that's what we got to look at. He he was a voice that helped bring us to where we are today, and that's the most important thing to remember.
0: There you go. I agree, Gaviano, the wizard. What's your take?
3: Well, the journey continues. We're not quite there yet. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever be there in a, in America, which is continually uh, uh, a polarized country. You know. Uh, The the election of uh, Donald Trump didn't help matters, Uh, but I'm glad it's a national, federal, recognized holiday, which makes it, you know, legitimizes the reality of this historic uh, day and this historic, iconic individual. And uh, he has made life and will continue to make life through his legacy a, a better place for not just America, but the entire world.
0: True and day. True and day. Now, before I bring our special guest, because he's here, he's here, and I'm going to introduce him in a moment. But I just want to say this, and I want to be very clear on my opinion. This is an unselfish, committed, driven human being, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., whether you, whether you agree or disagree with his ideology, his methods, how he went about his business, the thing that I look at is the sacrifice that was made. Anytime you make a sacrifice for someone else and you put yourself in jeopardy for the betterment of someone else, I take my hat off to you. It's like when a father protects his family someone pulls and shoots at the family he's going to jump in front of that bullet and I think that's what this this gentleman did for us he jumped in front of that bullet whether he wanted to or not I think that was his destiny that's just the way it was supposed to be now my thing is I can't stand when the younger people first of all don't even have knowledge of who he is (laughs) or, or those that don't even care about what he accomplished or didn't accomplish. Because it was at a time, now see, I was born at that time. I was born in the civil rights movement. My grandmother, my uncle, my mother, my older brother went to the march on Washington. They were there, they were present. I was a young kid and I remember that. I remember them coming back and telling me what it was like one of the most amazing activities that could ever take place i think in in our history now my point is this i agree with ray we're not, we're, we're far away from where, where we need to be i don't think we're going to ever be where we need to be but how far how close are we now from then till now now you got to examine what's going on in the world from 1960 50s to up to now. A lot has changed. A lot has changed on the backs of people like Martin Luther King and many others. Now, if you go back to the history, as we do many times on this show, right? And you think about how we were treated then, where we're at today. He said he had a dream, right? Was that dream achieved? Absolutely not. But did we make any inroads towards that dream? I would say absolutely yes. We have a long way to go. But I, I respect this guy so much as I respect others as well. He left four children and a wife out here. And I'm quite sure his wife was like, Look, you you need to you need to stay home. But as you said, he was a drum major for justice. He, wasn't, he didn't want to be a leader. He was called. Now, he's a human being, as you said. I don't care about his personal life. I don't care nothing about that. I don't care nothing about that. I respect what he tried to do and what he did do, what he's able to accomplish. And we haven't seen anybody that charismatic since then that had the people behind him the way this man did. So, therefore, that leads to a whole lot of other conversations that <laughs> he had to go. He had to go. Now, it, it, it might have been by those close or those far away, but nonetheless, they made sure that he went. That's my opinion. And on that note, I want you to hold it for a second. I'm going to introduce my guest right now. This is a brother. This is a brother that I know from. He was there, too. He He knows what I'm talking about. He knows what I'm talking about. Now, I didn't bring him on. I kind of like didn't tell him we was going to talk about this because he's got some things going on that we're going to get to. But I want him to come on and give us his opinion about MLK. And with that, I'm going to introduce Pastor Robert Williams to the show. What's up, my brother?
6: Okay. How you feel, man? Greetings and salutations to all of you, my brothers and sisters. I'm grateful and thankful for the opportunity to be here this evening. There
0: you go. There you go. So you see where this conversation started and where we're going. I just need to know from a pastoral point of view and your own personal point of view, what Martin Luther King meant to you, my brother. Please help us.
6: Well, let me start by saying this. Um, Your attitude determines your altitude. Um, And I have an attitude of gratitude. So no matter what's happening, I've learned to be grateful, to find something to be grateful for. Once again, your attitude is deter- will determine your altitude. And so that's important. Second thing I wanna to say to you is that the power of a dream cannot be killed. The power of a dream cannot be muzzled and cannot be uh, stamped out. And one of the greatest things that Dr. Martin Luther King had was a dream. Now, when we dream, it is not always for us. It may not always be in our lifetime. It's prophetic. It can speak to generations that go far beyond this. Now, I wouldn't be a pastor if I didn't share just a brief snippet. Do you remember the story of Joseph and his brothers and how he had God's favor and he had a coat of many colors? And his brothers were jealous of him because he had the father's favor. And so they decided that in order to uh, eliminate him, they would try to kill him. But then they knew it would break his father's heart. So they said they sold him to the Ishmaelites, told the father that he had you know, been killed. Joseph had a dream that his brothers one day would bow down to him and worship him. Because he had that dream, he became a walking target. Because he had that dream, he became uh, an enemy to even his own family, those closest to him. He went to prison. He was accused of raping the king's wife at that time. He Mm. went to prison again. He went to prison again. So in 13 years, he spent in a negative environment. But lo and behold, if you go back to the book, end of the book of Genesis, there was a famine in the land. And what happens in the famine was Joseph became the second man in charge. And he was in charge of making sure that the food distribution was there. Well, guess who travels to the land where he was in charge? It was his brothers. brothers. And as God would have it, his brothers had to come to him to get food and grain to save their household. And they were afraid because they thought that what they had done to Joseph, he would pay them back. And Joseph said something powerful that reminds me of Dr. Martin Luther King. He said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. So when we have a dream, when we have a prophetic um, um, energy, that will often turn some people off. But in the end, if you remain positive, if you remain connected, if you remain committed to what you believe, your dream will come to pass. All right. And so I believe that the dream still lives on. And I believe it becomes incumbent upon us as a people to remind our people <laughs> How important that dream is this past Sunday at our service, we had transitional housing. We're not supposed to say homeless children, but we say those in transitional housing, housing. We had a group of transitional housing students at our church from the Mount Vernon School District. In this meeting, we served lunch. We had a discussion and we talked with them about the importance of dream. Never give up you would be surprised to hear some of the things that this young group was speaking about. And we were there to commit ourselves to them, to let them know that we're going to stand behind you to support your dream, your efforts and your energies, make the sacrifices and do what we need to do to help your dream become a reality. Because if each one teaches one and reaches one, then we together will arrive at that appointed place. And I think that's the greatest lesson that Dr. Martin Luther King left with us. Never stop dreaming. Mm. Never stop striving. Never stop moving towards perfection. I love it. That's my take on it.
0: I love it, brother. I love it. I love it. I love it. I like the way you put that, man. A prophetic dream. Yeah. Right. And you know what? It, it, it's it's The dream is a dream, and it's not specifically for any one person. It's a dream. Absolutely. It's for many people. It's for many people, and that's what he was talking about. I like that, man. I like that. I really, I really yes. like the way you put that. Now, you just brought up the transitional housing. So let's talk a little bit about Pastor Robert Williams. Tell us your church, what you do. Well, and, and...
6: I'm at the White Rock Baptist Church going into my 24th year. Um, we are... Um, community-based. We are a Baptist church, but we believe in getting into the community and helping uh, those around us. That's the only way that we're going to survive. When you look at the nation whereby which we live, when a six-year-old child can take a gun to school and learn how to use use it, somebody had to have taught him how to use that gun. He winds up hurting a 30-year-old school teacher at six years old. There are no laws to legislate what should be done with him. Our nation and our world is in trouble. And unless we begin to uh, embrace and teach and educate, empower, enlighten those who are behind us, we're going to have more of these tragedies. And so what we believe in doing is reaching out into the community to be able to, again, empower, encourage, enlighten those, not just young people, but older as well, so that we can live in a more communal tight, caring, and concerned environment, you'd be surprised that many people don't have anyone to show love or show them the way or show them affection or, or just say, I'm proud of you or just say, you can do this. And so, I hope you understand what I'm about to say, but I'm tired of church, mm. okay? Yeah. I'm tired of church. I've been pastoring for 24 years, but I'm tired of church. Right. I don't want to talk about church anymore. I want to be church. And I so we want right. to take what we often offered to the streets. We don't wanna confine ourselves to the four walls of the church because the church is wherever we go where we can spread love, show kindness, and give care and concern to others. That's where the church is. And so my pulpit is transitioning from the building to the streets.
0: I love it because that's where it's needed. Yes, sir. that's where it's needed. Jesus did not sit behind four walls. He walked the streets.
6: Absolutely and that's what we're moving towards. Okay,
0: okay. Now we were talking uh, last week, you have um, a big trip coming up with the transitional children. Tell us about the trip that you have planned because I was telling them a little while ago about the museum and everything else and all the other things that you're doing with the kids.
6: Well, February 25th, that's Saturday morning, we're taking a busload thus far. We have a busload of children down to the Great Blacks and Wax Museum at 1601-03 Northeast Avenue in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, We're going to take these children down. We have raised money. We're seeking sponsors, but we're going to take these children down to the Great Blacks and Wax Museum and let them see what our forefathers and our foremothers and our ancestors had to go through to get to this country. Uh, Many of them, sad to say, have not ever been outside of Mount Vernon. Mm. Many of them, life begins and ends in Mount Vernon, and the only thing they know is the 4.4 square miles of Mount Vernon. But if people, our belief is that if we can get these children to these educational facilities, the Great Blacks and Wax Museum, if we can get them to see the Martin Luther King Memorial, if we can get them to see the new um, Black History Museum in Washington, D.C., these are trips that we plan to take with them. We want to empower them and educate them to help them to understand the history and the richness of their past. And we believe that as we show them the richness of their past, it will guide their future, but it will aid them in the present. And so Mm -hmm. that's what we want to do. We want to be able to enrich, empower, and encourage and educate our youth so that they will make decisions that will best fit them and affect the nation as well. There's another—there may be uh, um, uh, um, another—I'm sorry, um, Barack Obama. There may be another, you know, uh, doctor or lawyer, or there may be another chief justice right in this group. But if we don't take the time to develop our youth and spend time with them and help them, then we, too, are as guilty as we accuse others of being.
0: There you go. I agree 100%. 100%. Let me ask you this. What is the— how are they reacting, the, uh, the the young people? What is the reaction that you're seeing from them? Are they being receptive? You know, are they being resistant? What are you seeing from them when, when you guys are speaking to them and, and, and trying to nurture and show them these things? What's the reactions?
6: Well, let me back up a bit. On Thanksgiving, uh, we had Thanksgiving dinner and we invited everyone that would come to come. And so at first it was a little, uh, standoffish and that's understandable okay. on Christmas we had during the morning service before the morning service over I was over I had Santa Claus to come in um, we can Santa Claus came in downstairs in the fellowship hall we gave gifts to about 75 kids we let them come up take gifts they were so excited and so enthused that someone thought enough of them to wrap mm. presents for them and give them things so they warmed up This past Sunday, we've got fathers. We have a father of five children, raising five children on his own. He stood up and he hugged me and cried and said that he was wondering how he was gonna be able to do anything for his children. But to know that someone thought enough of them to be able to give them something made him feel like a father and like a man. And for me, my brother and sister, that was priceless because that means mission was accomplished. Answering your question, the reception has been, wow, somebody cares. Mm. Somebody is concerned about us. We Mm. don't have to be made to feel like we're second class citizens because we don't have all the luxuries and the fineries that others do. Many of these kids go to school, believe it or not. And, and I'm just telling you the way it is, don't even right. necessarily have change of underwear. Many of them right. are wearing coats that are tattered. Many of them don't have gloves and scarves and boots. And so what we have done is we're organizing a coat drive, clothing drive, pajamas, uh, socks, gloves, mittens, hats, do the, just the basic things. And what's happening is they're realizing that someone cares. And when people feel that someone cares, the average person is going to respond in a positive way. I pre- I'm not trying to preach to them. I'm trying to be an example so that when we do preach, they will be able to understand that's the connection between the word and the work. So that's we're right. doing the work first, and we'll bring the word in afterwards.
4: There you go. You can't I tell it.
6: somebody who's hungry about Jesus, feed me first. Then you can talk to me <laughs> about Jesus. Right, Put something in my stomach. Put then, you know, my stomach. Cold, right. you know, if I'm cold, you know, if I'm cold, you can't tell me about Jesus. Put a coat on me. Give Correct. me a hat. Give me some gloves and a scarf. Indeed. Then you can tell me about Jesus. So and we're taking indeed. the back road and that's true how indeed. we're trying to do it.
0: Well, that's good. That's good. And that's absolutely, I applaud you for that. And, um, you know, you can count on the donation from this program, from this show. We'll, 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 You know, we'll contribute something to that cause because some coats, some hats, some underwear, some socks, real important. We all need them. We all need them. So you you. can count on us for that. Thank you. I can tell you that now because that's very important, man. You know, it's it's needed all around the world, obviously. And any little bit that anybody can do, you know, like when you see these commercials, you know, the. Uh, the kids in Africa, if you just spend $19 a month and, and you know, it, it's so easy to do this stuff. You know, we just got to be, a, we just got to make ourselves present in, in people's lives, man. You know what I'm saying? We really just got to do that because at the end of the day, we were talking earlier you got to give people the flowers while they're here. You got to show people right. love while they're here. You got to show people that you care while they're here. Because right. just because my life is good and and I've been shown love and I grew up in a decent place doesn't mean everybody else has. And right. when I hear these stories, it's horrifying because a lot of times it's not that people don't care. You know what it is? They can't identify because it's not them. They never Absolutely. experienced it. So you know, once they're made aware of it then maybe they can do something about it. So the the word is not only, as you said, to the youth, it's to these adults as well. And, right. and to the to well-to-do adults, the ones that never had the problem, are the ones that need to be talked to because they need to understand everybody did not have it the way you did. They right. hear it, but they never felt it. So you got to live something in order to understand something sometimes. You know what I mean? Okay. And uh, that's just what it is. You know you can't yes, you just you know you can't tell a barber you can't tell me how to cut hair if I never went to barber school. You just can't do it, right? You know, so you got to be in the game. You you know you got to, and I love the fact that is that you're taking it out to the to the community, yes, because that's where you get the results. Because you know a lot of people oh I'm not going in there I'm not going in the building I'm not going in the building I'm not gonna go in there, you know I know what they do in there they just want to preach preach preach. But when you go out and you show them, you show them, each one teach one. I love that. That's the only way to get to people, man, on their level, and then you bring them up, and then you bring absolutely. Y'all got any questions?
1: Yeah, actually, I have a statement. Hello, Pastor Robert Williams. So glad that you're here with us on today. Thank you. I love your statement that you said that you, you know, I'm tired of playing church, and I, 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 I understand that i also want to tap into the fact that you are tapping into a population of people that really need healing it's about mind body and soul and like you said i can't just look at you and talk at you i have to meet the people where they are and oftentimes and this is why i feel that a lot of churches are literally dying their doors are closing because they're missing the mark about community Church is the community. We are the church, so we are community. Um, There's a lot of work to be done, but the laborers are few, right? Yes, (laughs) A lot of work to be done, but the laborers are few because people aren't identifying what the need is. It's not talk about this and this and that, but what are you doing? I understand that in order to help anyone, first you gotta catch them, then you can clean them up. (laughs) That's
6: right, right. (laughs) Yes,
1: We're that's to right, to spirits and souls, right? So, in order to, yes, do ma'am, that, have to first yes, ma'am, you first say, Let me get you here, and if I can get you here, then I can get to your ear, and if I can get to your ear, then I can get to your heart. But all that's while
4: right,
1: I'm going to take care of your needs, brother, my sister, my family, and I think that that's part of the condition where we all have to be, where we're willing to help. Can you tell us what your website is, what the telephone number, how we can get in contact with you so that we can, and say it slow and and loud, so that we can make sure that we get in contact with you. And if somebody wanted to volunteer, um, how could they go about volunteering or dropping off donations of clothing, Uh, good clothing? We don't want anything that you don't want, right? Okay, amen. Yeah. Um, how can we be how can we be of assistance?
6: Well, the best way to get in contact with me is taking my phone number which is 914 320 4839. That's 914 320 4839. Our website is under reconstruction uh, because we had a lot of things going on during the holidays that are not happening during the holidays so that's going to take me a few days to get that back up number one but the thing is that if you give me that number if you if you call me or text me i can give you any other information that you need to make it Mm -hmm. easier um so that you know whatever you want to donate that we can give that we can give to them and to use the use it that'll be fine so it's best way to reach me is 914-320-4839 okay Um, that's where that's that's the best way to reach me for right now.
0: Okay. Then the address to the church. What what are your hours of service and things that going on at the church? I would. We are at
6: two seven zero South Fifth Avenue in Mount Vernon. We're about six minutes from Co-op City in the Bronx. A few minutes from Boston Road. Um, we're by the Metro North. Um, as small as Mount Vernon is, we have a Metro North. East. We have a Metro Northwest wow. and we have uh, another uh, Metro North train station. So we're not too far from Boston Road, right on top of the Bronx, not too far from 95, not too far from the Hutch, Pelham, those surrounding areas. And so we meet Sunday mornings um, at 1045. We're only in church about an hour and a half. We're only we're out around 12:30 or so because I believe in spending time with my family, spending time with the community, spending time giving service. I heard something yesterday that really touched me about the celebration of Dr. Martin Luther King's is not a day of rest; it's a day of service. Mm. And so we believe in that. So it's not a day of rest, not a day of sales, but it's a day of service. And so we had our young people go into the shelters to feed and to, to clothe and do whatever we could do. And uh, one person was interviewed and asked, oh, well, what made you come here? And the young man said, my mother made me come. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. <laughs> But well, he was good. asked. Can
0: still, still make people do things. That's good. Man.
6: Absolutely, without question. But he uh-huh. was asked. Did you enjoy helping? And he said, yes, I did. And so, mission accomplished. And so, that's that's really the model and the mindset that we took. And remember, let me just share this with you. Um, Jesus, as, as, as Les said, his pulpit was really in the community. That's why... He could go some places and he was hated and there's some places he was loved because he had a dream and he understood what his mission was. And just because you have a dream and a mission doesn't mean that everyone's going to support you. Exactly. But as long as you have, you know, God's blessings and God's favor on you, he will always make a way out of no way. So even when we don't have everything we need, by the time we get to that point, it is already provided. And that's how we will. We walk by faith and not by sight okay for faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen but without faith it is impossible to please god but he that cometh to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not mm-hmm. to your own understanding and all honest. of your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Um, let me just leave you with this part. I'm learning that when God tells you to walk in the road, he doesn't always show you the road. But what mm. he will do with you is that as you're moving, he will create the road for you to create walk in. And I He will the create the road while you're walking, so you'll know it's not by might nor by power, but by God's Spirit, saith
2: the Lord of Hosts. And that's no how way. we're moving.
0: I love it. I love it. Very good. Very good. Tattletale, come on, brother. I know. I oh, know you us, have something. brother, I got to
2: say, how you doing, brother Roberts? Been a long time. You know, now I got it. Yep. <laughs> I got. I got everybody it. Knows, I got it. Everybody got, knows Tattletale.
6: <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, my Danger. goodness gracious. Heavens yep. to mercatrice. Are you? Si- <laughs> I can't believe this. Yeah. You I guess I'm telling my age. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. I guess I'm telling my age when I say heaven to Oh, <laughs> right. well, We talked yeah, about that murk-trites. on this show. We <laughs> talked <laughs> about that. Age <Stays> left. <laughs> Stage left
1: even. <laughs> wow.
2: I got it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I, okay. well, I can tell you about that. I've been to your church, very beautiful inside. Uh, they, knew, they needed some comedians to do some clean comedy, and I was a stretch for me. So I grabbed Bob Overton, I grabbed uh, Tangie Brown, and I grabbed uh, Warren Gardner, and we had a fantastic show at our brother's church. Oh, beautiful man! I love yeah, it. Yeah, the people—the people, people were—you were laughing. They were happy. They—they—they they, they loved oh, it. Oh my gosh!
6: Yeah.
4: Now yeah, I
2: feel. Yeah. Now I'm feeling old. I'm feeling
6: <laughs> older. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Wait a minute. I just got an ache in my back thinking about that. World.
4: Everything
0: happens for a reason. See? The, gotcha. road, the yeah. road was yeah, just you created. It. You didn't know where the road was going, and he just created uh-huh. the road for you. My man.
6: Oh, I can tell that's going to stick with you for a while, my brother. <laughs> Les, I, I can tell that's going to that's gonna stick with you a while. I can tell that.
2: I like oh, that. Yeah. I like that. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: That's good. That's good. Go ahead, Tamsin. I'm sorry, brother.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, I gotta, I gotta commend you and congratulate you on what you're doing with the young folks. That's very important. Um, a lot of times our young people go astray because of self-esteem when they're in school, they hear everything about these European great men. There's nothing about African men that they hear about. So, the thing is, when they see a man of African heritage reaching out to serve them, because forget about that word preacher. That came later. What you Absolutely. are, you're a, you're a minister. A minister means to serve, okay? It, 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 it comes from the uh, Koine Greek, to serve, all right? A minister, to minister. So you're a servant of the people, um, as as Joseph was when he became Zaphir, Nap-Pernia, the prime minister of Egypt.
6: Exactly.
2: <laughs> yes, sir. Words yes, of sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. You got so, it. So yeah, he was a servant. That's when he became a minister. He became the, the grand vizier right under right under Pharaoh, the grand vizier. And what was interesting about, about Joseph, not only he didn't seek revenge on his brothers, but there was a woman that lied on him. She was the wife of a man named Potiphar. And Potiphar, Absolutely. Potiphar was not a powerful man. All he just was was an official in the government. So right. Potiphar's wife wanted Joseph basically to have relations with her. he refused. And he ran away. She concocted this lie and told Potiphar, and Potiphar had him thrown in jail. Well, we know the rest of what happened in jail, you know, about the the baker and the head and all that stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, so Joseph was a minister. And 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 that's what a lot of church leaders have to remember when when you're preaching, you're tooting your own horn. You want to become a minister, a servant to the people. So what you're right. doing, I congratulate you on that because that's what our young people need. Um, many years ago, I met a young man. He didn't want to go to school. Very defiant attitude. Always getting in trouble. So I gave him some books. It was a book called uh, Moses and Monotheism by Sigmund Freud. And this young man, he was a teenager, like he read that book and from there, you know, um, I took him to the Museum of Natural History to show him that the, uh, the original Egyptians were black Africans after that, his whole attitude changed. and at the time he went he found Dr. Ben and everything. his whole attitude changed. And now he has children, they're in the sports, they're just doing this great. So when you let our people know their history, it gives them a sense of pride. Makes them yes, feel sir. totally different, and uh, like I said, I commend you what you're doing. That's 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 fantastic. Right.
6: Thank you, thank All you. Right. You're thank welcome,
0: you welcome,
2: my brother.
6: The Wizard,
0: you have a question or two.
3: Well, I just want to again echo the sentiments of uh, what we just articulated about your service to the community, and the, and it's you know it's important to uh, provide work to the community. To, you, you know, you can't preach to someone if they're hungry. You can't preach them and and instill a sense of confidence if they're cold, if they have a sense of uh, hopelessness, if you will, okay? They have to have a sense of optimism and more importantly, hope. And uh, when you give them the basics and the fundamentals, this thing called Maslow's needs, giving them the basics of what we need to survive uh, here on this earth. Uh, If we can't survive, then how do we get to the next level of enlightenment, you know, in order to instill with people their sense of community, their sense of uh, uh, camaraderie, if you will, uh, strengthen the the, the the bonds of the family. So yes, well, truer words were never spoken when we say walk by faith, not by sight. And, and absolutely, once we, have, once we have an element or a dynamic instilled that people have the basics, the fundamentals, in order to compete if you will, because at the end of the day, this is a competitive society, you know, and you know we have to be able to uh, give people a leg up. And and, and don't get me wrong, we don't give them sympathy, we give them empathy. We give them, we come from a position of understanding. Maybe uh, LJ didn't tell you that, you know, I've been with this gentleman for what, a quarter of a century working with him. And one of the projects we've taken on uh, was a, you talk about transitional housing. I've been doing transitional housing with LJ here on Long Island called the Fresh Star Recovery Residence. And uh, I have an understanding of what people need uh, if they're homeless uh, and they don't have a, a, a safe harbor to go to, especially if they're sure. in, in for mental health and, and uh, drug addiction. So uh, I think that uh, more than anything, uh, LJ and myself uh, really have a, a very tangible understanding of the good work you're doing in Mount Vernon.
6: It's Mm -hmm. important. You'd be surprised. Uh, I know someone who works for the school system, and um, one of the teachers was telling me just the other day, a sixth grader came to school with an Arizona uh, iced tea can um, drinking it. Everybody thought that it was Arizona iced tea. Mm. After about the second can, they noticed that the student was incoherent. Sixth grade now, incoherent. Amen. Come to found out, come to find out she was drinking uh, a limerita. Two limeitas. Yes. Now, as a preacher, I've had a drink or two, so don't judge me. I'm still good, you know. but a lim- one can of limerita made me feel a, a buzz. Can you imagine two cans mm-hmm. for a sixth grader walking yep. in school with a brown paper bag? Drinking what the teachers thought was a lime, was 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 uh, Arizona iced tea, when she became coherent, they found out that it was what she was drinking. This was not the first time she did this. Her parents were called to come to school. The parents said that they didn't have time to leave their job to come to school. Mm. They told her to put her put this person in the principal's office until after school. I was mortified to see that this is where there was. Now I understand that the parent has to work, but the child felt totally, totally alone, alienated that no one cared. And so what we did was we went and we sat there for six hours with that child just to let her know that your parents weren't able to be here but there's somebody here who cares about you and trying to find out what it is that we can do to help you not feel this way. We found out that the person was in transitional housing. We found out that the kids tease them because they are in transitional housing. The kids talk about them, make them feel alienated. So to dull the pain, um, that's how they found some way to know to, to, to themselves, numb themselves from the pain. And Mm. so we took this person in and started calling and started interacting and started, you know, trying to make um, things better. And today, if you heard that student speak, you'd be surprised at the difference that just somebody caring for them can make. So, again, I don't consider myself a preacher as much as I do a reacher. And that's my job is to reach. So it is important to know Mm. that someone cares. It makes a big difference.
0: Very
3: much. so, having, so. That element, having that element of support, uh, especially when it counts, uh, played a big factor in, in the development of that individual, correct?
6: Yes, sir. Totally, totally correct.
0: It correct. Is. Hold on one second, y'all. You're listening to the Let's Boogie one-on-one show right here on Fresh Nation Radio, WJON. We come on Saturday morning, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. We're going to continue the discussion with our special guest, Robert Williams, right now. Jump back into it. you go. everybody's there everybody's still here okay everybody's still, still here. here we're back now listen i have a. I have a there's something i want to do in in response to um dr martin luther king the big celebration of his birthday his life in general just just to pay homage to him but we talked about a dream i want to listen to that right now i need six minutes of your time to listen to this i have a dream speech in its entirety hear the words hear the words, try to understand it, and then we'll discuss it once it's done.
7: I have the pleasure to present to you Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. 100 years later the negro lives on a lonely island of poverty i have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal From the mighty mountains of New York, let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Look out, mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring in When we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, free, free at last. I have the pleasure to present. Wow.
0: Wow. Powerful. Powerful. Come What's your reaction to this? as of today
2: wow it's like just listen to it, that powerful voice that he had is like no words you know no mm. words you know but that dream that he had that dream continues because that dream has not been fulfilled as of yet uh things are better but they're not at its best so we got to keep doing our best mm-hmm. To make it better there you go yeah. there you go
0: powerful you know it's funny that he was at one point in his life where he didn't want to didn't want to speak in front of people he didn't think he was a good <coughs> to and look look what he evolved into you know i mean wow i mean that's just a moving i remember being young and my uncle would play they they, they sold that speech on a on an album y'all remember that you, you can buy the Martin Luther King album and every year or every once in a while, Saturday morning, my uncle would play this, would play that speech and he knew every word, he would recite it word for word, wow. you know, the whole emotion and, and the whole thing behind it. So mm-hmm. I never forgot it, you know, I never forgot it. And I remember being in PS 111 and that March on Washington happened. I remember being a PS 111 when Kennedy got shot. I remember being a PS 111 when the blackout happened. So all of these things are what shaped the person I am today. And it shaped all of us that was there. See, we know where from which we came because I remember when it wasn't like it is today. Yes, the dream is not concluded and it never will be. But I can tell you this. I can tell you this. Um, we're not calling each other Negroes anymore, I'll tell you that much. Let's start with that.
4: <laughs>
0: we're not doing that. We're not doing that. You know, we call ourselves some other things, but you know, we're not doing that. That's a little humor. But um it's 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 amazing. It's amazing, you know, how this gentleman put himself out there. For yeah. you and me. For you and me. For you and me. Didn't even know us. And I and, and, and you gotta give hats off to that, man. Now, what I, what I want to do right now, there's somebody I told you earlier, and and, and Pastor, um, somebody told us, somebody I ran into told us that they are responsible for Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King getting together. I don't know about that, but I'm going to bring this person in right now. They said they introduced this person so that uh, they introduced them, and they're responsible for the whole marriage and the introduction all of that. So I'm gonna let her speak for herself. Her <coughs> name is Quita the OG. So I'm gonna bring it right now. Can I do that? Yeah, Can bring, bring it right? in Quita. <laughs> right, I'm gonna bring Quita in. Here's Quita. Stand by.
5: My people, my people, my people. It's Quita the OG and I'm back. I just wanna say happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. This is a very special day. You know what I'm saying? This is a very a uh, day of a very great day for a great person. Um a day of remembrance, a historical day. You know what I'm saying? And a day dedicated to my friend, Mr Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, I said it. My friend Martin Luther King Jr. I was friends with Martin Luther King Jr. I was there for a lot of the milestones of his life. We was friends since we was kids. Matter of fact, here's the fun fact what y'all don't know is that me, Queen of the OG, introduced him to his wife, Coretta Scott King. I bet you didn't know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was—I knew Martin from, you know, we was in class together and stuff like that. But Coretta, was my, that was my age right there. You know what I'm saying? She, we was cool. One night, I was out at the Hammerstein Ballroom, right? Out in New York, so we was leaving the club. I was there with Millie Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Oh boy, Millie was a wild girl back then. I mean we had a time that night. You know what I mean? We had a time. Me and Millie leaving the club, you know, a little turned up and we run into Martin. I see Martin outside on the street. And I'm like, Martin, Marty. Back then we used to call him Lufa. You know and I'm saying so I was like, Lufa, what you doing? Where you at? Why you out here on the street? You don't need to be out here on the street. This is this ain't the place to be. Especially if you're not over here by the Hampton Ballroom. So anyway, Talk to him a little bit. See, he was like, yo, who's your friend? I'm like, who, Millie? Nah, son, you don't want none of that. I was like, Millie's speed is a little too fast for you, brother. Fast forward. So, Sunday, after church, I'm in the handball court with my homegirl, Coretta, right? So, we playing handball because she was nice in handball, you know what I mean? I was nicer, of course, you know. But she was nice anyway. So, I see Lufa walking through the park. So I'm like, yo, what up, Lufa? And he said, yo, what's good, Quita? He said, yo, who your friend? I said, who, Coretta? I said, oh, you know what? Yeah, that's more your speed. Because, you know, Coretta was a nice, sweet, loving. She was caring. She was a good friend. I introduced Coretta Scott to Martin Lufa King. Come on, son. I don't usually pat myself on the back or nothing, but y'all, let me tell you something. What y'all need to be doing is celebrate Queen of the OG. Because without me, y'all wouldn't even be celebrating no Martin Luther King Jr. Day. How about that? Also, what you I bet you didn't know, I'm the one that told Stevie Wonder to write the happy birthday song for Lufa. I bet you ain't know that. Yes, I'm behind two birthday songs. How about that? I was sitting with Stevie one day at a bar, and I said, Joe Stevie, today is my man Lou for birthday. You think you can do a little something for him, you know what I'm saying? Cause he's all happy and everything, and he's doing a lot for the community and the people, you know what I mean? So, you think you can do a little something, a little skitty that, back 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 He said, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking something. Next thing you know, happy birthday to ya! Happy, come on, son.
4: Come
2: on, son. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, listen. That was a that was a fantastic comedy routine. That was funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was funny.
0: That's Queen of the OG. I don't know to believe or not. I don't know. If uh, she... I don't it's know.
2: It's, you know. It's funny. <laughs> because because uh, uh 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 Martin is way older than Millie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I,
0: I you know I, I tried to tell her but funny. she was telling me that I didn't know what I was talking
4: it's about. Funny. Saying, oh, it's, it's it's funny. Funny. <laughs> I'm not telling
1: Quita. Quita look like she she tweeted that's mean, funny. That's I'm funny. Nothing. I'm not telling Quita nothing. Quita know
4: what she talking about.
2: When we around yeah, It's best funny routine. routine. I told Queenie whatever
0: whatever you say, Queenie. So whatever you say, yeah, I, is, I don't agree.
6: That was good. That was really good.
0: Yeah. Oh man. So you that know, hats good. off to Martin Luther King Jr. Man, and thank you for his contribution and his leadership and his sacrifice. You know, for all of us, even those that don't appreciate it. I know I do. You know, um, anybody lay down their arms for me, I appreciate it, man. And you know what? I've I've constantly kept him in the back of my mind. He's always there. He's a part of my life, my growth, my upbringing. So yeah, you know, I try to be a little bit. If I could be more like that, you know, in my own in my own right, you know, I try to be as as giving and as unselfish as I possibly can. You know, um, and and that comes from just who you are, and then also it can be learned and taught. It can be learned and taught. So each one teach one, and we have to help one another. There's no question about it. You can't keep it unless you give it away, man. It's really that simple. you know. So I'm good with that, man. And um, wow, we had a great show. We had a great show. Yep. Robin yes. Williams, thank you for coming on, my brother. We appreciate my you, man. Pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure.
6: pleasure. to meet you all and pressure to be reunited uh, with Tattle
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, We're going to have to talk about them, them stories now. There's something going on here. What's happening, y'all? What's happening? Hey, hey, listen, uh, listen.
2: <laughs> I can tell you, everybody knows Tattle Tale. I see. Okay, <laughs> I see that.
0: And let yeah, me- man, Tattletale he hosts a lot of our shows. Yes, he does. He hosts um, a lot of our shows, amazing,
1: so we comedian, he comes in. Yeah, amazing comedian, amazing friend. Let me just go back so that we can mm-hmm. go forward and end the show in a proper note. Uh, Pastor Reverend yes. uh, Robert Williams. First of all, thank you. I understand that you are at White Rock Baptist Church, and we can contact you at 914 nine one four three two zero four. Eight three nine. Services start at ten forty five, and it's about an hour. And I was so confused by that; I underlined it because I'm like, "What Baptist church is this that ends in an hour?" I am. <laughs> you telling me well, that you you telling me that we can we can serve God and still have time? For
6: well, it's really about an hour and a half. Um, but that's you know that's I can I'm telling you that because I realized that people's attention span is not very long anymore. People are concerned about COVID, about gathering. And we want to be sensitive to the needs of people. And we want to centralize the message. We want to be able to get you in and out. Not that um, we're trying to rush anybody, but we want you to get the essence of the message. I basically only preach about 16, 17 minutes and the rest of the stuff um you know it's just what we do on a normal basis i think it's better for me to leave you hungry leave you desiring wanting to come back more um than to you know overload you and make you feel like no i need to rest before i come to church so my philosophy Mm -hmm. and my thinking is a little different than most baptist churches but it is what it is it gets the job done well i
1: can appreciate that coming I, i i know baptist church Yes. And I understand what you're saying. And so thank you very much for not serving, not just only serving the community and and serving a a certain population. But it sounds like you've been doing it for 20 something years. You're doing it with love and you're doing it the way I think God would say, well done, good and faithful servant." for real. Um,
6: Well, thank you. You have to do what you love and you got to love what you do. If you don't, you shouldn't do it.
1: I'm gonna stop by your church one day. I'm gonna be the lady with the big
6: hat. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's, that's fine. fine. That's no problem.
1: Old, I'm gonna do old school Baptist. Okay. That's fine.
6: <laughs> that's fine. Just do what you love and love what you do. It is. It, God is, bless you, it is,
1: brother. I'm so glad that I met you. Okay.
2: Thank you. Stay Tattletail. Parting,
0: parting words, Tattletail.
2: Well, I wanna say something. Uh African spirituality is very powerful. Uh, in ancient Kemet, there was a word called netter. It meant pertaining to nature and the divine. Uh, that letter N somehow transferred into letter M by the time the Romans came into power. Now, N and M had become interchangeable. And if you notice, like I said, African spirituality is very strong. All of our powerful black men that stood up, they had the letter M in their name martin luther king malcolm x maker evers mandela muhammad ali that letter m was always there just a thought
0: mm. wow that's mm. interesting wow very interesting
2: yeah i told, today, I told to dr jeffries years ago he was like yeah. wow <laughs> yeah a,
0: never yep. thought about that yeah today uh let's give a shout out to muhammad ali today's his birthday Let's give a yes. shout out to Michelle Obama. Today is her birthday. Yes. Let's give a shout out to Steve Harvey. Today is his birthday. That's let's right. give a shout out to Little John. Today is his birthday. Yeah. Let's give a shout out to James Earl Jones. Today is his birthday. And there's a few others. There's a few others that have birthdays today. Famous people that have birthdays. And let's give a shout out to those who are not famous who have a birthday today. And we just <laughs> want to say happy birthday to you and hope you enjoyed your, the blessing of another year. And we're in a new year, 2023. Keep coming back to the Les Boogie one-on-one show right here on Fresh Nation Radio, right here, i I've got the best team in the world. I want to thank Pastor Robert Williams for coming out. I want to thank my co-host Consuelo, Patricia Pope, Tattletale, and the wizard Ray Caviano. We'll see you on Saturday mornings. That's when we air the show. And thank you once again for tuning in. And we'll be back with more. More interesting guests, more information. And we love what we do because if you don't love what you do, then don't do it simple as that right we'll see you everybody have a good night all right
6: peace out everybody good night have a good one all right much okay. love